Welcome to Phone Messages, episode 111, Food a la Floyd. My name is Paul Mason Foch. This week, I play message number 15 from James Warden. The message most likely comes from the late summer of 1989 and is 13 seconds long. Let's listen. Hello? Hey, listen, is your show today or tomorrow? If it is today, I'll do it because it's kind of raining outside. So I'd like to come by. Uh, I'll be home watching Food a la Floyd. Food a la Floyd was a cooking show that ran briefly on the Lifetime channel from May to October 1989. In Chicago, it was broadcast weekdays at 11 a.m., which means James was calling me in the morning and was asking about visiting the WHPK studio during my radio show, which I believe was a weekday noon slot that summer. Although Food All of Floyd had a short run, it came at a time when its host, Keith Floyd, was reaching his peak as a celebrity chef. In addition to the series on Lifetime, PBS replayed episodes from Floyd's shows produced for the BBC that dated back to Floyd on Fish from 1984. And Floyd continued to make new shows throughout the 1990s and early 2000s, until his death in 2009. Critics of Keith Floyd have characterized him as an old-school patrician with a bow-tie and flirtatious attitude toward women. In an episode from Provence, he watches as his hostess does the hard work of grinding small fish through a food mill for soup de poisson, and declares, To make this soup, you need a beautiful lady with blue eyes to do that as he stands back and sips wine, a trait for which he became famous. Despite this apparently crude machismo, sociologists David Inglis and Anna Marie Amila argue for a more complicated reading of Floyd, who they say developed a style of immediacy and informality that transformed what a cooking show could be. This style came out of the constraints Floyd and his producer David Pritchard faced in the first series created by the BBC affiliate in southwest England. The low budget and inexperience on the part of the producers meant things were shot with a single camera, and Floyd often acted as a director on screen, telling the cameraman, Don't look at me, stay on the stove, or no need to show what a cup of cream looks like. This was very different from the multi-camera studio cooking shows or programs that visited restaurant kitchens but used multiple takes to show the preparation from different angles. For Floyd, everything was done in one take, which meant he often showed mistakes. For example, cutting a pike fillet in the wrong direction or charring pork stew so black that he chucks the whole plate after one bite. 
Furthermore, Inglis and Almila point out that his suave appearance was the artifice of a working-class kid asserting his cultural capital, meaning his familiarity with the artifacts of the upper class. In regards to women, on camera he is actually quite respectful towards their culinary knowledge. When visiting the kitchens of female chefs, he appreciates them as colleagues and ambassadors to the local cuisine. While in Ireland, he shows admiration for Jane O'Callaghan, the proprietor of Longville House, as she prepares pigeon and cabbage direct from the estate's gardens. In the middle of the shoot, fresh strawberries and spinach are passed through the window, with O'Callaghan apologizing for the interruption, to which Floyd assures, It's quite all right. He then asks, Is that all from the garden, honestly? We didn't go into town and buy it and bring it through the window just for you, teases O'Callaghan. Touché, replies Floyd. The improvised scene demonstrates the natural rapport Floyd has with his hostess while revealing the everyday operations of the restaurant and its focus on fresh ingredients. I noted previously that in 1989, Keith Floyd was reaching his peak as a celebrity. By the early 1990s, he felt exhausted by his TV personality and wished to retire but financial problems required he continued his popular shtick in shows covering different regions of the world. His trademark slurping wine on screen also betrayed a physically trying lifestyle. In a 2009 documentary about him filmed just before his death, his wit remained sharp. In it, he calls contemporary TV chefs wankers but he's also obviously frail as he chain smokes and walks gingerly with a cane. He died of a heart attack at age 65. Sorry to end on a downer, but that's it for this week. If you have a recipe for roast pigeon or something else to tempt the palate, please contact me through my website, pfoch.com. That's P-E-F-O-T-S-C-H dot com. Thanks for listening. Talk to you next week.